Power to the Practice Manager podcast is giving a voice to dental practice managers all over the world. Join us for in-depth discussions to support you in accelerating your profession, as well as great conversations that will enhance your work-life balance and personal well-being. Hi there, I'm Daylene Cups, your host to the Power to the Practice Manager podcast. We had a different topic planned for today, and like many other people right now, we've had to quickly pivot in response to the current COVID situation. We know right now that many practices are short-staffed and that many PMs have a limited capacity aside from doing whatever it takes to keep their business functioning and to keep their patients and staff safe. So today in this episode, we're going to discuss ways to stay afloat while weathering this latest storm. Before we get into that, I'd like to welcome Louise Howlett, Community Manager of the PM Network. Louise joined Prime Practice a year ago after 20 years working in dentistry, and we've worked closely together on the PM Network and PM Academy. You'll be hearing a lot more from Louise on the Power to the Practice Manager podcast this year, as she's taking the hosting reins while I'll step back to focus on clients. Welcome, Louise. So great to have you with us today. Oh, thank you so much, Daylene. I have very big shoes to fill with this podcast as you've had some really great conversations. I've so enjoyed listening um, and sharing it, you know, your great conversations with our PM Network members. Oh, Louise, I'm, you know, I'm really grateful that you really, that our PM Network audience really get to here and uh, more of you in the community. So Louise, for those of our audience members that may not be that familiar with the PM Network or the PM Academy, can you share a little bit about what that is? Absolutely, I'd love to. So, you know, really Prime has been supporting dental practices for well over 20 years now. And, you know, throughout that time, they had heard from practice managers time and time again that practice managers are struggling. You know, they're struggling with getting adequate training to do their role skillfully and confidently with just simply getting everything done with everyone relying on them so heavily. You know, they're struggling with their work-life balance. And, you know, they're saying that they're feeling lonely in their position. So Prime really heard that and wants to support practice managers because they are so incredibly incredibly important. Um, And so the PM Network and the PM Academy was born. So the PM Network is a private online community exclusively for practice managers. And that's where practice managers can come together to connect, to support one another. Um, you know, it's it's where they can um, share their wins and their challenges. And it's also a fantastic place to get resources. So in the PM Network, we're creating resources all the time to help practice managers in their day-to-day roles. So blogs and templates and checklists and top tips, all on the uh, the topics of the five pillars of practice management. So that's okay. a little bit about the PM Network. The uh, PM Academy, it's a essentially a 12-month online training course on how to be an amazing practice manager. And so it gives in-depth training in those really challenging areas of running a practice, leadership, HR, infection prevention and control. Uh, And then when you join the academy, you also get access to the PM network. So you can get all of those great resources and access to the practice manager community. And there's some great other discounts as well on marketing modules and things like that. So um, we're really covering the needs of the practice manager and just helping them do their best job so that they can then support their teams to success. 
Fantastic, Louise. I know, um, you know, many of my clients have really, um, you know, appreciated the support. It's been great for those PMs that have been transitioning to the role that maybe don't have someone in the practice as a mentor to guide them. So it's been a great resource to ask questions because sometimes, you know, the principal dentist might not be available or, you know, they just really want um, more insight and guidance for people that are in it every day. So, yeah, it's a really great um, resource for our practice management community. Um, so Louise, from your perspective, you know, you, you speak with practice managers and connect with them on a daily basis. What What is really the state of the profession right now? Like what are you seeing in, you know, the day-to-day? What are some of the biggest challenges right now? There really is lots going on in the industry at the moment. The number one thing that I'm hearing about practice managers are struggling with is recruitment. We were already short-staffed prior to sort of everyone opening borders and things like that. Uh, And so struggling to fill roles. And then also now they're struggling to cover for staff members that are in isolation or with COVID or unwell with COVID. So that is a massive concern for, you know, people in the industry at the moment is really just having enough staff to make sure their patients are well cared for. So that's sort of the the big number one issue. Um, You know, things like PPE, trying to source it is incredibly difficult. And then trying to operate in it and be comfortable. And the other thing is patients are so used to, I mean, yes, you know, you see clinicians in masks and gloves and things like that, but now it's next level. And Mm. so it's still trying to create the connections and offer the same patient care, um, you know, when you're not so visible because people are wearing caps and like the bigger masks and then the screens over the top and, you know, just still trying to uh, make sure patients feel comfortable. So Mm. there's a whole lot going on you know, around PPE. And I think for practice managers particularly, you know, they're, as practice managers always do, they step in where they're needed to. Mm, and yeah. so it's their ability to manage their role right now is is so limited. You know, they're yes. doing other, they're doing other roles. They're trying to get the PPE. They're trying to figure out what's happening with the current COVID guidelines. And really they're working long hours with very long to-do lists and they're just just struggling to stay afloat. I don't know if that's what you're hearing from your clients yeah, too. I'm interested. Absolutely. I think, you know, when we talk about recruitment, the other element of that is the onboarding and training process. You know, 100%. not only do you have short, you know, short staff issues, it's like who's available to effectively train this person and, you know, be checking in with them. So it really is um, a, a challenge with just, you know, finding the time to be continuing to be in communication, you know, with the the uh, new um, team members so that they do have um, a really, you know, strong um, onboarding process. So, yeah, it's it's definitely, and, you know, to your point, I think um, practice managers, they're having to cover on reception or stepping in to assist where needed. So they're really um, challenged to, you know, get the day-to-day duties done that would normally consist, you know, in their roles and responsibilities. So that's, that's what I'm seeing as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, I know that obviously recruitment is is a big thing and, 
you know, one one thing that I've been really speaking to with my um, practice practice managers and PDs for that matter is, um, you know, getting back to the foundations. So, you know, how do practice managers weather this storm? What can they be doing to get through, you know, this this volatile situation? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. And I think really you you mentioned it when you said the word foundations. Uh, I think it is really important that you don't abandon ship in this storm, uh, right, that you do yeah. keep the foundations there. So those systems and procedures that you've already had in place to that really are going to promote, you know, cohesion and connection and your community as a practice and uh, and keep everything functioning to the standard which you have to function. Um, mm-hmm. So I think keeping communication up in your team meetings, like it can be so tempting to go, oh, we're, we're busy, we're short-staffed, we're this, we're that, you know, we'll push back the team meeting. I think yes. please don't, yes. please keep those going. They're so important for communicating the latest information, keeping your team connected, an opportunity to train as things change so quickly. And also it provides a moment for the team to just take a breath in the day, Mm. which is so important right now. Um, So that's definitely one thing to to keep going. And your morning huddles, you know, keep those going and and start the day off positively. I mean, there is so much news. Bad news in the world. (laughs) Bad news in the world. Like let's not start the day talking about all of that. I mean, convey the information that has to be conveyed. That's so important. But, you know, be a bit positive. Get those quotes going, you know, have some humour. start the day on a good note. Uh, I think, you know, that's really important. And checking in where you can, I know that it may not be feasible right now to have a, you know, a lovely sit down with one-on-one with each of the staff members. Um, Try to do that as much as you can. And if you can't, I think look for the opportunities where you can do that. Is it, you know, saying to your DA, hey, look, can we have a quick phone call you know, as uh, like when we get home, just 10 minutes and checking in on each other. And, and I'd love to know how you're going and uh, can we do that? You know, if it's if it's five, middle, five minutes while the kettle's boiling, I think just taking those opportunities where you can. And also it doesn't all have to sit on the practice manager. So there's other leaders mm. in the business, the, you know, the other clinicians, the, the practice owner, delegating other leaders to check in with others across the board. And and it, I think that then creates that culture where it is okay to, yeah. to, to say to each other, how are you going? You know, you, you seem a little bit flat today. Like, is there anything you want to talk about? Or um, Yeah. I, and um, I think that's a really great point, Louise, because you're uh, influencing leaders amongst leaders. That like they may yeah. not be a leader in their title, but giving them that opportunity to step into that role and you know and create those connections. Um, I think it's it's really powerful. Um, you know, I I, I, hear, I hear it a lot with the team meetings, and I'm so glad that you brought that up because that's something that it's quick to be like, oh, let's put a patient in there. But mm. even if it it's just doing something, you know, um, that's great for your culture. Like it could be do appreciation exercise, can be a gratitude exercise, an opportunity to to connect and engage with your team. It doesn't have to be all about 
the policies and the protocols and systems every time. Mm. Sometimes just, you know, focusing on that. And if you do have team members away, you know, we have technology, you can record the session and they can watch it afterwards. So they still feel included in the process. So there's, there's a lot of um, opportunity where we can still have everyone together, even though they're not physically in the same space. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're better geared up for that now than what we ever have been. So let's take advantage of it as much as we can. Darlene, you said something um, that I really liked about creating leaders. And I think, you know, even if you don't hold that title, um, there is always going to be people retiring or moving or, you know, I think it is really important that um, practice leaders do start to delegate and, and, not necessarily delegate, but look to the other team members for who might want to come up and and, and rise to leadership, uh, because there's up there's always going to be opportunities. You know, maybe that that person who's demonstrating great leadership, maybe they become a, a you know an infection prevention coordinator and things Absolutely. like that. So I think it is yeah. giving other people for give, giving other people opportunity to rise up and grow. Yeah, or, you know, or leading the team meeting, you mm. know, but I think rotating facilitators are really great way as well to bring confidence around those things and you know it's baby steps like them you know having someone that might be a, a DA that isn't like say the the lead DA but having them be the one that's mentoring the new trainee that's coming in and giving them that you know that's a it's 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 an, a step up probably from what they were doing before and it's giving them the confidence to know if they do that well, they can do more. And so mm. I think it's it's great. Absolutely, absolutely. I think another thing that is so important to focus on when you are talking about weathering a storm is being realistic about what is achievable in a day. What's <laughs> yes. achievable for you, for your clinicians, for the team, uh, I don't know about you, Daylene, but I know sometimes I look at my to-do list and think I'm never going to get that done. But I put it on there anyway because I know I need to do it. I think, you know, sometimes it is about just going, I have this many hours in the day, this mm. much stuff going on. What can I actually achieve? And yeah. Yeah. And one thing, it's funny that you brought that up because that's been something that um, a lot of PMs are dealing with right now. And, you know, I suggest they pre-block, you know, look at what are your three most important things that you need to get done today? Like what is urgent and immediate? Because sometimes it can be disheartening when you have the list of 20 things and then you don't, you know, you start one thing or you start another thing and you don't get to accomplish anything. If you just focus on your top three things, pre-block the time in, put a sign on your door, you know, do not disturb me unless the house is burning down <laughs> and create um, create, and, and just get those done. I think that can be really powerful in feeling like you, you're accomplishing something. Oh, absolutely. You get so demotivated otherwise, uh, you know, and I think then you you can go, wow, if I, if I even do one tiny little thing, that's a bonus and everyone loves to feel like they've done more than what they set out to. Um yeah, I think yeah. I think it is so important to, like you said, have those three things and be okay with that. Yeah, um, absolutely. So talking about all the things, because mm. you know that's that's pretty much a day in the life of a practice manager. What are some of the things that can be easily outsourced? Would you say, Louise? What are some things that practice managers can be looking at to to outsource um, so that you know they can they can manage that to do mm. list? Absolutely, and I think outsourcing is 
a fantastic point to bring up. I think as practice managers, you know, we we want to we want to make sure that everyone's looked after and we're staying all over everything. And it just really does create a lot of pressure that we don't need to put on ourselves. So, you know, I think you can look at first of all outsourcing and and hitting pause as well so Mm. I think you know there's so much on the list and you just because you've always done it it's okay to look at it and go actually what can I hit pause on do I have to do that report straight away so Mm. I think that's probably the first thing to look at when you're looking at that to-do list and when you got when you're looking at other things that need to be done you know wages they need to be paid bills need to be paid can your accountant help help with something Mm, you know in in a for a short period of time can they can they help what can businesses like prime practice do you know we have uh, infection prevention hr the pm network there's lots of people that you can reach out to uh i think you know can your rep help you with sourcing Mm. products things like Mm. that so it is just really taking a moment to sit and think about things let your brain go a little quiet and just mull over how you can outsource some of these things. So, I mean, that's a little bit of food for thought, but there's a lot of different things. You know, um, someone was saying to me the other day that they had a, yeah, I, can't, I can't quite recall what the thing was, but, you know, they, they used Airtasker. Oh, fantastic. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea because, you know, yeah, getting resourceful around things like that is is so important. Absolutely. And what came up, you know, a big one obviously is training, outsourcing your training. I mean, Mm. we have so much available at Prime in terms of best practice phone skills and appointment book scheduling. You know, what would take, you know, someone to sit down and go through, like being able to outsource some of that, I think as well is, is great. Um, Absolutely. There's so many resources that you can tap into and, you know, for the, in the PM network, like we want to help, we we're there for you. That's our that's our our job. However, yeah. we can help you. Let us know. We'll do our very best to do it. So, yeah. Um, so Louise, you know, we, I know we're going to be wrapping up in a minute. So I, I would love to just get some key things that practice managers can do every day to support them staying afloat, to keep swimming, to you know be leading the team through this. Um, what are some key things from your perspective you think that would make a difference? Look, I think first of all, it's about keeping yourself well. Um, mm. And I think watch the pressure that you're putting on yourself to do everything perfectly, to do all the right things. Uh, you know, I know everyone's talking about self-care and well-being and Absolutely, that is vital to keep yourself well. However, you know, if on if on someday you're like, I don't want to do 30 minutes of guided meditation and, you know, yoga or whatever, maybe it does look like what you need in that day is something really comforting and familiar and you watch three episodes of Friends. That's perfectly yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give yourself permission to do what you need to do on that day and, you know, have that balance of saying today I'm 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 going to go and do my yoga. I'm going to go for a walk, and you know tomorrow I I just need to sit up on the couch and you know play with my dog. Or I think also be mindful of looking too far ahead. At the moment, we just don't quite know how things are going to change. So just focus on what you have to get through today and worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow, um, mm. sometimes it's just one minute at a time, an hour at a time, a day at a time. So it's that balance of knowing what you need today while being aspirational. Keep up communication, communication with your, you know, with your owner, with your team, understanding where they're at and then having 
them understanding where everyone else is at. So communication is vital. As we talked about, keep your to-do list realistic, those three most important things so that you that you can tick off so you get that sense of accomplishment. I think the other thing is be mindful of comparisons and judgments and expectations. Mm. You know, if you aren't perfect, that's not bad. You don't make yes. yourself bad or wrong. <laughs> Yeah, that's a big one because we see, you know, in the community maybe other practices doing other things or, you know, they're not struggling with recruitment like you are and it's just, it's so easy to to fall into that comparison. It it um, really, really is. It is. And, you know, so having that self-compassion and and compassion for others and I think when we talk about comparison and I know we're wrapping up so I'll just cover it briefly is everyone is responding to this situation really differently so whether it's in a physical sense of how they deal with the vaccination or how they're dealing with COVID you know the symptoms of COVID and their recovery from it it's everybody's experiencing it so Mm. differently so I think being mindful of keeping you know judgments at a minimum and and having realistic expectations. Yeah. Uh, and then again, those foundations, don't let go of those. Keep up your team meetings, your huddles. Don't shop, stop them if you're short-staffed. As you said, Deling, make use of the technology, record it. Um, yeah. Fantastic. Well, Louise, there's definitely some great tips for our audience in terms of how they can keep their mindset clear and really be, you know, a a great example for their team. And, you know, in a world of uncertainty, they can be something that's certain for their team and, you know, how they show up, how you can show up every single day. Absolutely. Louise, thank you so much. Um, Before you go, I would love to get some insight from you in terms of what our audience can expect for the Power to the Practice Manager podcast for 2022. Yeah, I'm so excited about about this. I think that we're going to do a lot of focusing on the things that practice managers really need to, to keep themselves well. We're going to be talking about, you know, balance and development, self development, development for I guess, personally and professionally, uh, things like leadership, organization, you know, things that are good for you and then that's good for your team. Uh, uh, The dentistry side of things, we will probably focus on more in our webinars for the practice manager network members. Uh, That's going to be much more dental specific, but it will always, you know, be related back to dentistry, of course, because that's uh, that's the area that we're in. Uh, And, you know, I think... If you haven't already joined the Practice Manager Network, do jump in and take a look. Uh, it is just an ever-growing library of resources. And, like, I mean, it's a fantastic cost. It's less than a couple of coffees a month. Yeah, it's, so. yes, it's such a great deal. And I know my practice managers that use it, they just say it's just like, you know, such a, a gift that they have that space to go to and connect with other oh, people, like-minded people. So I'm, I'm so thrilled to, to hear that. I mean, that's what we're really passionate about is just making sure those practice managers are supported because you guys, the, the, the glue, the glue that holds the practice together. So, you know, somebody needs to be supporting those two. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Louise, well, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. I'm looking forward to, you know, throwing the baton to you <laughs> and no doubt you will, um, you know, our practice managers will be excited to not only see you on our webinars, but hear you on the Power to the Practice Manager podcast going forward. Thank you so much, Daylene, and I look forward to having you back as a guest. Oh, I will come back anytime, <laughs> anytime. So thank you so much um, thank you. for joining us today and have a great day. Thank you.